OneMDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across One of the biggest corruption scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in the history. Number of corrupt OneMDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. Malaysia is a moderately Muslim country. Malaysia got its independence from Britain in 1957. Since then, Malaysia was ruled by one party coalition called United Malays National Organization. One of the prominent leaders in Malaysian politics is Tun Razak. He served as the second prime minister and his family always played a major role in Malaysian politics. Another important leader is Mahathir Mohammad. He is one of the longest serving prime ministers in the world. He was the prime minister of Malaysia from 1981 to 2003. Under his mentorship, Tun Razak's son Nazib Razak grown up to be a good leader and finally he becomes the prime minister of Malaysia in May 2009. A new leader and a new hope for Malaysia. Joe Lo, a young businessman in Malaysia, approached Nazib in 2009 and he somehow convinced him to set up a sovereign wealth fund called as One Malaysia Development Per Heart, also called as One MDB. Sovereign wealth funds are government-owned investment funds that are used to boost the country's economic development, built with the strategic earnings such as revenues from oil resources and exports. Sovereign wealth funds are fairly common in the Middle Eastern countries which are dependent on oil exports. The purpose of 1MDB was to fund the infrastructure projects in Malaysia. This fund was fully owned by Malaysian government and its chairman was Nazib Razak. Money for this fund came from government revenues and through the issue of sovereign bonds which are nothing but the debt which is guaranteed by the government of Malaysia. To complete this bond issuance, government hired a well-known investment bank called Goldman Sachs. For some time, everything was going fine. 1MDB financed Tun Razak Exchange, a financial district spread across 70 acres for international finance and business in Kuala Lumpur. 1MDB also signed a deal with Petro Saudi International, an oil production company, to set up a joint venture and invest $1 billion cash for 40% stake. Goldman Sachs helped 1MDB to raise $6.5 billion through a bond sale. 1MDB had all the funds it needed. 1MDB was super hit. It was doing lot of business and deals. While this was going on, there were some reports of misuse of 1MDB funds, but no one gave much importance to it. The alleged misuse of 1MDB money between 2009 and 2012 went unchallenged until 2015. That year, a British journalist, Claire Revercastle Brown, who ran the website called Sarawak Report, was handed over 2,27,000 leaked documents detailing the depth of this fraud. Leaked financial documents show that 1MDB was a hub of fraudulent activity from the start. Vast sums were borrowed via government bonds and transferred into the bank accounts in Switzerland, Singapore and US. Some $731 million appeared in the personal bank account of Najib Razak just ahead of 2013 elections. And it is alleged to have been used to pay off the politicians, his credit card bills and fund the lavish lifestyle of his wife, Roshma. Najib denies any allegations and insists that the money was a gift from Saudi prince. But who gives a gift of $731 million? Somewhere, the story didn't add up. 
it is also possible that the money from 1mdb was diverted to saudi and then transferred to the najib rajak's account and then they tried to show it as a gift from saudi prince tens of millions of dollars also allegedly went towards funding the oscar winning hollywood blockbuster wolf of wall street through the production company red granite pictures run by najib rajak's stepson rizazis Overseas, this money funded the lavish lifestyle of the mastermind behind 1MDB, Zolo, including millions of dollars worth of property in Beverly Hills and Manhattan, a $35 million private jet, a $260 million yacht, and a $3.2 million painting by Picasso, which was gifted to Leonardo DiCaprio. The Malaysian Anti-Corruption Agency or MACC began investigating and was about to issue a warrant for the Prime Minister's arrest when Najib acted. Najib fired Attorney General Abdul Ghani who had been leading the investigation, sacked the Deputy Prime Minister and 1MDB critic Mohidin Yassin and four other ministers who had raised the scandal. MACC officers were raided and four officials were arrested. Najib's government also refused to cooperate with the investigation in US, Singapore and Switzerland. In 2016, Najib appointed a new attorney general and he gave a clean sheet to Najib Razak. Najib was trying to prove all the allegations were wrong, but not everyone was convinced by Najib's declaration of his innocence. Mahathir Mohammad, a former PM who had helped Najib to rise to power, continued to be outspoken on this issue. convinced that he was the only person able to act and he announced that he would run against Najib Razak in the general elections of 2018 for Najib's surprise his opposition party was elected for the first time in a historic moment after 60 years after coming into power Mahathir Mohammad immediately put 1MDB on the agenda within days all the properties linked to Najib were searched by the police They seized 1400 necklaces, 567 handbags, 423 watches, 2200 rings, 1600 brooches, most of which were thought to be belonged to Najib's wife Roshma, worth a total of 273 million dollars. Just look at that amount. 273 million dollars was spent just on jewelry. Investigation found that the total of 4.5 billion dollars was missing. Six countries launched investigation. This is the biggest financial fraud in the world. Najib faces 42 charges across five separate trials and could face years in prison. He has denied any wrongdoing. So far, a verdict has only been announced in relation to his first trial where he was found guilty of several charges, including criminal breach of trust, money laundering, and abuse of power on 28 july 2020 almost 16 months since the start of this trial kuala lumpur high court judge sentenced najib to 12 years in prison and a fine of 49 million dollars many people want to see him and his wife jailed for 1mdb financial scam in which billions of dollars went missing from the government investment fund whether najib will eventually end up in jail though it is unclear He will next file an appeal and the process could take more than 1 year to play out. Because of the political uncertainties, Mahathir Mohammad who defeated Najib Razak in 2018 elections had to step down as a prime minister and now the Barisan National which is Najib's own party is in power. It raises lot of questions. It is also possible 
that they will try to save Nazeeb. Will the justice be done in 1MDB case? No one have the answer. But there's a bigger question not being addressed in Malaysia. Will the Malaysian politics fundamentally change after 1MDB scandal? The answer is no. Malay politics is founded on a simple proposition. Ketua na Malayu or Malay supremacy. At its core, it's a belief that ethnic Malays are the true indigenous people. Even though at least one third of the Malaysia's population are non-Malays. Malays must be first in every facet of Malaysian life. From politics to government to religion to culture. In the religious sphere, Islam is widely considered as the official religion of Malaysia. Even though it accounts for just 61% of the population. In practice, this means people of other faiths are faced with discrimination and stringent restrictions. As long as the governing system is built on the notion of racial and religious supremacy and discrimination, Najib's verdict will be seen by Malay elite as the story of personal greed rather than a failure of the system that allowed Najib to carry out the 1MDB scam. Malay's elite want to keep the current system because it allows them to maintain the power in their hands. It is the shell that protects them. Najib was able to hide the 1MDB scandal for so many years precisely because nobody dared to question him. He claimed 1MDB was the Malaysian sovereign wealth fund and everyone in the government understood it means a way of supporting the agenda of Malay supremacy. 1MDB happens when you use your extreme nationalism and rusted political system to run the country. But I think it is not only the problem with Malaysia, it can be seen in almost every country. But the big question is, can we change the system? Maybe it's not possible. The system may never change. But what's wrong in giving it a thought? Learn something new every week. Subscribe to my podcast on Spotify and follow my page on Instagram for more interesting stuff. This is Curious Monk, signing off.